What's up, everybody? Josh Cohen here with OrlandoMagic.com and MagicGaming.NBA.com. And welcome to another edition of the Magic Gaming Podcast. And as always, I have Magic Gaming head coach Jonah Edwards with me, along with Ben Rivera from the Orlando Magic Radio Department. And we have a very special guest, and that is the reigning NBA 2K League Rookie of the Year, Brendan Hill, a.k.a. Reezy. How you guys doing? Good, how are you? Doing well. Thanks for coming on, Reezy. And I want to start with you, actually. You had an amazing year last year. Just recap it, what that journey was like, especially in the second half of the year when you really turned the Jets on and became an MVP candidate and, of course, the Rookie of the Year. Yeah, it was a crazy year, kind of an up-and-down season um, for me. You know, start off a little slow and, and just picked it up towards the end of the year, especially after the trade for Toxic. He... uh he kind of motiv- motivated me to uh, you know, step up my game in certain ways. The the drive he came in with to our, te- to our team to uh, you know just he just instilled kind of a different different motivation in us that that helped me uh, further my game and and end up finishing off the year strong. What's your off season like? How do you train? I guess some people are always curious about what the professional gaming world is like as far as off season. Action. You know, how much training do you do? How much preparation do you have? And do you spend a lot of time working on your skills? Yeah, it really depends on the day. It's pretty much depends on, you know, depends on, uh, you know, not everybody practices the same amount. Um, for me, I, I could play anywhere from six to 10 hours in a day, sometimes even more, um, but usually somewhere between six and 10. I've been taking a little bit of a break recently. Uh, you know, to prepare for myself for the season, just just clearing my head up for uh, for the upcoming season. But normally, uh, about six to ten, to ten hours a day, seven days a week. And Chona, sort of to piggyback off of that, the draft is coming up in a couple weeks, February twenty second in New York City, which means the season is going to be right after that. Just talk about the upcoming draft, and specifically what exactly you might be looking for with your two draft picks you are selecting in the second and fourth rounds. Is there anything you're targeting at this moment that you guys can sort of dive into with the fans out there? Yeah, so obviously the draft is in 15 days, which is a little overwhelming. Um, You know, we're really looking forward to it. I think that, you know, we actually had a a draft prep meeting last night, um, and I think it went pretty well. I think we're we're pretty well prepared for, for, you know, what to expect here. But, um, you know, really what we're looking for is, you know, um, I think last season the the biggest lapse in our our team's game in general was just um, comfortability, you know, just in our guard play. I think in a lot of ways our team was just not comfortable. Uh, so you know, I think that the, the biggest thing for us is getting a guy who can who can come in, be you know, be a little two guard for us, and and um, you know, as someone that is is played that position their their whole two K career, and that's kind of their mo. So that's that's what we're looking for at thirty five. Um, at sixty, it's definitely taken a you know, it's going to take a, a totally different form than that. It's just more of about um, you know the kind of person we're going to get. Uh, you know, what versatility you bring, uh, what kind of mindset, and. You know, can you be a six man? Can you be a bench player? There are guys that can't, and I know that seems crazy to, and maybe you know, kind of hard to hear, but it it is true. There are people in this pool that that say they can be the six man, but truly, it, it's a much more difficult than they imagine. So, uh, you know, kind of you know, finding those guys and you know those that I think that can that can fill that role well. 
And in addition to watching footage of their skills, do you also get to interview some of the prospects? And if so, what are some of the questions you might ask? Yeah, so I, I definitely do interview um, several guys. You know, it's 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 pretty crazy because obviously season one, everyone drafted six, and then last year we were drafting four, and then this year we're drafting two. So the amount of interviews I'm doing has gone down significantly, which is, you know, I, I'll, honestly kind of nice for me because normally I was doing like 100-plus interviews, which is pretty crazy in only a few weeks. But um, so – yeah, we do get to interview, and the questions I ask are pretty, you know, pretty standard. I would think, um, you know, things like what what are you going to bring to our culture here? Um, you know, how would you how would you act in the, in a six man role? Um, things like just general, like, hey, tell me who you are. Like, I want to know who you are outside of the game as well. I want to know what what you wake up in the morning. What what fuels your loins? Like, what gets you out of bed and and drives you to to the game and and makes you want to be better. So these are the kind of questions I'm asking these guys. I'm just trying to find, you know, understand who they are, their background, where they're coming from, and and what can make them a good asset for us. Yeah, and Reezy, what advice would you give to incoming draftees? You obviously adjusted well in your first year, but that isn't always the case for everybody. So what are some key messages that you might provide to players just coming into the league, you know, how to be professional and how to adjust to new teammates, things of that nature? Uh. Just, just come in and try to make the most of it. To be honest, um, there's a lot of guys that only get one shot in this league, so you got to come in and you and you really got to make the most of it. Your first year, you kind of got to, uh, you know, use the use the ones that doubt you as fuel and, and motivation to to perfect your craft and get better every day. And um, as far as as new teammates, you got to come in and you, you got to try to be the best teammate you can be every day. And uh, just, just help everybody, you know, improve their game every single day, whether whether that's you know with with whatever you're doing. So, um, just try to come in and be the best teammate you can be, and uh, be the best player you can be for your coach and and for your organization. Rizzi, um, I know that you actually brought up Toxic earlier in the interview, but um, from my understanding, I know that you and Toxic actually flew out to California um to test the upcoming 2K builds for the upcoming season. Um, can you just speak a little bit about that and what you saw? Yeah, we did. We were able to fly out and test the league build, and uh, it was a lot of fun. It was a good opportunity for us. Um, we were we were able to uh, kind of fill out the league build and and give our feedback to the uh, the two K guys, and and you know whether whether that is a uh, that's used or not, we'll see. But we were able to give our feedback, and that's always nice to for the league to have transparency with the players and give us the opportunity to uh, you know maybe make some changes to the league build. So how did you go about um? testing the lead build what did they have you do were you just um sitting there for a few hours just playing the game simply or they had 10 of us out there so we actually played 5v5 matches for um <clears throat> for about four or six hours every day for three days and uh so we had the opportunity to to test out a lot of things doing that playing about uh 20 hours probably in a three three day span so um yeah we we were we were able to give a lot of feedback all 10 of us and it was a good experience. Um, you actually just mentioned about how pretty much you get one chance in this league. So, you know, it was you run Rookie of the Year last season. Can you just tell, talk a little bit about pre-2K league, Reezy? I was actually fresh out of high school, basically, coming into the league. I had been out of high school for, for about six months and, and had done some college courses that first semester before the league. But, uh, yeah, I, I just I had uh, played college – or. Uh, high school sports and you know then I then I did kind of a kind of a little break and and took a couple 
couple classes that first semester of college, but mainly was focused on grinding to try to try to make the league. And uh, thankfully it worked out, and I ended up in Orlando. And I think Jonah and Reezy can both answer this, or try to anyway, but I'm just curious. You know, in sports, we always attach percentages to how much a game is physical and how much a game is mental. And I guess I'm just wondering in gaming and specifically 2K, how much of it is physical as far as, you know, what you do on the controller and how much of it is in your mind? How much of it is chemistry as far as team-oriented aspects? But can you guys attach maybe some percentages to it? Like how much of it is a physical component and how much of it is a mental, an intellectual component? Yeah, well, if you ever hear me talk about this, I'm always going to say like esports is just an intellectual sport, period. It's, it's you know, I think that generally speaking, even if you have stick skill, um, the days where your head aren't in it, you're just not, you, you may not have that same amount of skill. So um, I would say, you know, if I had to put a percentage breakdown, maybe 50 50, because at the end of the day, I want the most skilled, talented players in the world on my team. Uh, but, you know, w- with that being said, uh, you know, I also want guys that that understand the the mental health side of things and understand that you know you when you have a healthy body, you have a healthy mind, and the importance of of working out and taking care of yourself and things like that. So um, that's all things we we talk about daily here. Um, I think we're one of maybe the few organizations across the league who tries to really dive into you know the the physical aspects behind gaming. Uh, and so, you know, I, I I'd say I don't know if you agree, Reed, but maybe a fifty fifty split on on intellectual versus physical. Yeah, about 50-50. And as far as team chemistry, I think that's one of the more underrated components in, in 2K. Um, you know, last year we probably shouldn't have, have been as good as we were on paper, but as a team we got along really well and, and played well together and uh, almost exceeded expectations on the year. So um, I think I think the uh, the chemistry is one of the underrated components in the league, and it, uh, it definitely helped us last year. And Reezy, what was the number one thing that surprised you about the NBA 2K League that maybe you weren't familiar with before you started? Anything that really jumps out in your mind as far as, wow, I didn't expect this? Um, I didn't really expect to come in and, and you know, get get teammates with the same mindset as me. You know, I, you hear stories about the league, some, some guys on certain teams not being bought in and whatnot. So um, <clears throat> I know that it's really hard sometimes to get six guys that are all bought into a system and all want to play their role um, and and help the team get better. So I was kind of surprised when, when I got here that we all had the same mindset. We all wanted to get better every single day. We came in and we practiced harder than any team in the league every single day, and uh, that was one of the most surprising things to me. Now, obviously, you're going to have two new teammates in about two weeks when the draft happens, but... There is another guy that recently joined the team that you might or may not be familiar with, and that is May. Uh, the Magic acquired him in a trade back in October. Uh, what do you know about May, and how do you think he's going to gel with the rest of the squad? I've known May for like three, probably almost four years now, and uh, that's like one of my closest friends on 2K. And uh, I absolutely hate playing against him, so um, I'm glad he's on my side of the ball now. And uh, just he is one of the most annoying defensive centers to play against. Um, he it feels like he grabs every rebound when you're playing against him. Um, he's just one of the more difficult matchups to play at the five for a point guard. So um, I'm glad he's on my team now for sure. So I'm going to ask a couple questions that all three of you 
can chime in for, and you guys give your best answer that pops into your mind. Uh, first question, and Jonah, you can start with uh, your your answer. Uh, in your NBA 2K League history, and maybe it doesn't have to be since you uh, came into the league. Maybe it was even before when you're doing pro am and other you know amateur tournaments and things like that. Was there a game winning shot, a clutch moment, a crazy comeback that stands out above the rest? Either you know as a player or coach in, in Jonas' case. Is there something that really pops into your mind that's like, man, I still remember that moment? Yeah, you know, actually season one, uh, when I was with the Mavericks, we, we played against the Celtics a number of times early in that season. Um, once in the tip-off tournament, actually, and then once in the regular season, the week following the tip-off tournament. And both times, uh, you know, that was the rivalry in season one was Celtics versus Mavs. And based on the fact that um, they were the, the number one and number two picks, uh, Dimes went number one to Dallas and Fab went number two to, to Boston. And um, but both of those matchups, they actually had a 20-point lead on us You know, at points in the game. I remember one was, I think, 22 points in the third quarter, and we actually won both of those games. Um, for whatever reason, they just couldn't close out games against us, and they actually ended up closing out a game against us in the turn tournament, uh, and so we ended up losing that one. But, yeah, I would say those those comebacks, especially the first one in the tip-off tournament, I remember that one and thinking, like, holy cow, this team could be really, really good that I have here um, because we were able to fight through such an incredible deficit against maybe – one of the best teams in the league here. So, yeah, I would say I would point to that one if I had to think of one. Yeah, Reezy? Um, probably against the Sixers last year, midseason. Um, that's what kind of turned our season around and propelled us and gave us momentum to going into the, towards the end of the year. Um, at that point, you know, I think we were about a 500 team and they were looked at as one of the best teams in the league. And uh, it was right after the trade. Um, so we came in and... and we kind of ran them off the stage and beat them by 18 points. And uh, it really opened the rest of the league's eyes on how talented we were, how good of a team we were. And so uh, that was probably my most memorable moment, um, most memorable game for the season as a team. And I know, Ben, you're not a 2K league player, but obviously you play a ton of 2K. Is there anything in your history that stands out that you remember? See, I can't top this. Like, you just asked two pros. I, I know, but you know what? You tell me all the time how involved you are in the 2K scene, so there must be a singular moment that rises above the rest. Listen, so me and my boys, you know, we get into it. I mean, I would love to try competing against some of these pros, but I think after just hearing them, they'd just, they'd just wash us. But there was a game where we were down three. You know, your boy, a.k.a. me, took a game. Took a tying shot from the corner three. I hit it, and I got fouled, and I made the free throw. So, like, what about it? Wow. This this could be a rivalry in the making right now. I mean, if Reezy ever wants to hop on the sticks, if Jonah ever wants to Sounds hop like on the Sounds like a challenge sticks, to me. You know, it's amateur out. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's actually really impressive. I don't know if I've gotten a four-point play this year. It's actually pretty tough. Oh, so. trust me, it was not this, this year. Oh, okay. okay. <laughs> this is 2K17, you know, when you had – um. The AI's in the rec center with you. You can run a whole rec game with just three pe- three people. Okay, 17 days. Uh, yeah, that sounds right. <laughs> Maybe you should try out, Ben. You know, the draft is... I don't know if you still could be eligible, but if somehow you could sneak in, you know, you never know. There's always next year. <laughs> there is always next year. That is true. So, away from gaming, I'm just curious. Favorite all-time sports moment? It could be any sport, not just basketball. It could be football, rugby, if you're a fan, whatever the case may be. Is there a, a moment in sports history that really kind of propelled you into not only being a sports fan, but celebrating it, rejoicing over it? 
Anything that stands out for you guys? Yeah, you know, I, I've been lucky as a sports fan, I think. Um, I grew up a New York Giants fan, so in my lifetime I've had the, um, you know, beating the best team in the history of the NFL in the Super Bowl off a of helmet, you know, helmet catch by David Tyree. I definitely don't ever forget that one. Um, that's a great one. I would I would also point to, you know, I, I grew up in Indiana. I'm a huge Indiana Hoosier fan, love college basketball. Um, and I think I was a senior in high school about to go to Indiana University, and they played Kentucky that year, and they call it the Watt shot, where uh, obviously that, that highlight that has been played a million times of IU taking on Kentucky. So uh, I, would, I would say that one is probably the one I would, I would point to specifically. I'm a big Boston sports guy from Massachusetts. I hate the Giants, so <laughs> interesting that that was your favorite moment. But my favorite moment was Patriots Super Bowl against the Seahawks. One-yard line. They decided not to feed the ball to Marshawn Lynch. And Malcolm Butler sealed the win. Saved us ever since then. I don't know. That's the best moment I've ever had in sports. Mm. Yeah, I was trying to think the other day as to which particular sports moment is my favorite or most memorable. You know, the one that still stands out, I was a UCLA Bruins basketball fan growing up as a kid, and in 2006 they played Gonzaga in the NCAA tournament, and that was Adam Morrison's final game as a collegiate player. I don't know if you guys remember, he was – you know, very emotional after the loss. But UCLA came back. They were down huge in that game in the second half, and uh, they they rallied back and won it. It was stunning. It was just a thrilling finish. So that one always, for some reason, jumps out at me. I'm sure there's a few others that I can recall and talk about, but uh, that's for another day, I guess. But, uh, yeah, no, guys, thanks so much again for joining us. And like I said earlier, the NBA 2K League draft will be on February 22nd in New York City. I believe the time will be 6 p.m. We'll get you more details on that as things emerge. But thanks again to Jonah, Reezy, and Ben. Uh, Again, I think the plan is to do these weekly, these podcasts weekly once the season is underway which is coming up really quickly, I believe. What, mid-March? Is that usually when the season will start? I mean, I know it hasn't been scheduled yet, but the likelihood, right? Yep, mid mid to late March is when we're going to have tip-off tournament. Yeah, this is really exciting. And uh, yeah, stay tuned. We'll have more coverage for you as time evolves. And until next time, this is Josh Cohen. See ya.